Mechanicsville, Maryland is not a particularly exciting place. Outside of having a considerable Amish population, it's not really known for much at all. Amanda Eller is not Amish, this is just where she happened to grow up. And this may be why a free spirit like Amanda had a desire to go somewhere more scenic, warm, interesting, and most of all, spiritual. After earning her doctorate of physical therapy from the University of Maryland Eastern Shore, she did just that, set off to live in Florida for a few years, and then ultimately made Haiku, Hawaii, not far from Maui, her home in 2015. In addition to her physical therapy practice, Amanda is a yoga instructor and practitioner of mindfulness meditation. She's taught classes at different studios throughout her career and has a passion for helping others to heal themselves through her knowledge of many different applicable techniques. Like most into spirituality that feel a deep connection with the earth, to no surprise, she loves to be in nature, quiet, with as little distraction as humanly possible. As listeners of In the Wild know, however, when one isn't prepared, nature can at times be quite the opposite of its peaceful expectations. On the morning of May 8, 2019, Amanda set off for a short hike of the Makawal Forest Reserve, a place as beautiful as it is big, spanning an amazing 2,093 acres. She woke up, made a superfood smoothie to drink with a protein bar, and got in her car. Mother's Day was approaching, however, and although she wasn't always able to visit her parents, now in North Carolina, for the expensive as well as extensive approximately 10-hour flight, it was of the utmost importance to let her parents know their incredible value to her life. So her first stop was the post office to send a thoughtful gift, along with a heartfelt note to mom before she took off on what was meant to be a short excursion to reset her mind. Without question, Amanda did not come prepared. She wore flip-flops and brought nothing at all, not even a cell phone, snacks, or water. In her defense, this was meant to be a short walk and meditation, with nothing to distract from the moment. After a couple of miles, she found a log, and it seemed like the optimal spot to sit down on, close her eyes, and meditate. It was quiet, warm, and peaceful. No one was in sight, and it felt so perfect to just take it all in and empty her mind. As she reset from her meditation, however, and allowed her mind to drift back to the present surroundings, a harsh and frightful reality set in. There in the forest, where everything just kind of blended together, she'd forgotten exactly which direction she came from. To Eller's credit, she did not panic. She credited her spiritual understanding to staying calm in such a predicament, believing strongly that everything has a purpose. She even started to remember a recent conversation with her mom about how she believed she could live an extended amount of time with no food or water. And sure enough, here she was having to possibly prove that hypothesis. As time continued on, she had to walk the line between trying to find a way out while also not becoming even more lost or harder to find or making any type of moves that could get her injured. It was tough. Inevitably, 
those first 24 hours alone would come to fruition. That next day, after the sun arose, she heard the sounds of helicopters hovering above her. She felt extremely grateful, being certain that it had to be her boyfriend Benny who alerted authorities, prompting the search effort. She wished she could thank him, but in a forest of thousands of acres and area, finding Amanda was a task that some deemed impossible. As the days went on, it was crucial for Amanda to find nourishment, having eaten nothing at all since the hike commenced. A few days in, she drank from a stream and ate any fruit that the rainforest had to offer, including raspberries and strawberry guavas. But at certain points, she had to also resort to eating moths. She was getting more and more skinny and was losing track of how many days she had gone missing worried how her family and friends felt. As she tried to navigate her way out, she needed to find different places to stay protected during the day and warm at night. One of these places even included the den of a wild boar. Amanda reflected on this experience, citing her cognizance of this being the home to these animals and her merely being a guest that needed to respect that dynamic to keep out of serious danger. Every day at some point, she heard helicopters and did everything in her power to get their attention. She'd moved to different points of the forest, writing SOS on rocks, but it was of no use, and she felt like nothing more than a ghost. Nearly two weeks in, the local authorities had used all of their resources and did not think anything more could be done. Meanwhile, back home, her family organized a GoFundMe to finance their own search operation using private sector organizations. The story gained the attention of many generous people when the search effort was made public by major media outlets worldwide, and thanks to them, many more helicopters searched day and night. Things were not getting easier for Amanda Eller, however, when a flash flood pelted into the forest. And with low visibility, she fell straight down a 20-foot stream, jamming her left knee in the process and scraping up her entire body. Was this the end? It certainly was feeling as though she hadn't the strength to endure much longer. Now, 17 arduous days in, not unlike any previous day, she heard helicopters above. But this time, something was different. And I'm like, do you recognize this voice? And she goes, Javier? It's like, you damn right it is. I've been searching for you for 16 days. Javier Cantalops, a retired army ranger, part of the rescue operation who Amanda previously knew, could not be more excited to find the young woman. And hearing the familiar voice and then seeing his face couldn't be a more perfect ending to an enduring near-death situation for Eller. To Javier and the rescue team's amazement, Amanda Eller was alive and well, minus some ankle wounds and knee injuries that would leave her to recoup in a wheelchair, followed by walking on crutches in the weeks that followed. 
This likely sounds like the storybook ending to an experience one could hardly even believe, and a testament to the human will and spirit to survive. But a press conference days after the rescue with the Eller family brought out some sharp criticisms that would follow the events. The public was relieved to see Eller looking radiant and in great spirits only days after making it through such an undeniably turbulent event but some of her comments did not sit well with people. She repeatedly referred to the experience as an amazing journey of sorts, and even made reference to a psychic she'd visited named Ruth in the days leading up to getting lost, with Ruth telling her she was about to embark on a, quote, spiritual boot camp. The public began to question if the 35-year-old yoga instructor had purposely gotten in this predicament that may have just gone too far. Many in the spiritual community of Hawaii even indulge in substances like ayahuasca and psilocybin mushrooms to partake in such journeys. Was this merely the result of a psychedelic trip gone off the rails? Additionally, she criticized some of the original public search effort, feeling they'd given up on her. When critics felt it was Amanda solely at fault, having gone into such a wide area with no precautions and no type of plan at large. Some even pointed to another missing person in the forest, Noah Kakai Mina, and how these resources could have been used to help him, although it was soon after discovered that Noah died in what may have been a suicide, though this is not confirmed, but speculated upon due to a previous attempt by the young man suffering from mental health issues. Amanda soon after clarified some of these statements, apologizing in a Facebook-posted video to anyone who took offense that was part of the search-and-rescue operation, and acknowledging her own poor initial judgment, leading to them being put in harm's way to find her. She confirmed that she was indeed not on any type of illicit substance, and that this incident was not the result of any such unfounded claims. Amanda's family also donated what was left of the $80,000 in donations on GoFundMe towards improving hiker safety. That money helped to start Search Tech Advisory Team, started by the group of men that found Eller. Chris Berkwist, who was there with Troy Helmer and Javier Cantalops for the rescue, says that it remains the, quote, coolest thing he's ever done in his life. Berkwist stated in an interview with Maui News that Eller soon after took a trip to India before moving back home to Maryland. Eller is still practicing in the field of holistic healing, but she has been more hesitant to do interviews after some of the backlash she experienced, feeling her words had been twisted by those putting a negative spin on her positive story. She prefers to remember those three incredible men saving her, and the community, or tribe at large, who went above and beyond in organizing her rescue. She views these actions as the true Hawaiian spirit of aloha. You've been gone 17 days, are the words sung in a famous song by the late artist Prince. 17 days alone with nothing at all, and living off the land is an experience that Amanda Eller will never forget. She has also managed to take from this experience and use it in her work of helping others to heal not only physically, but spiritually and psychologically. Though she proved what can be done, it is always of extreme importance to take precautions on any hike, 
even if you think it will just be a short one. Contact friends or family members. Bring snacks and water. Use sunscreen. Wear appropriate footwear and have a cell phone or some kind of tracking device. Amanda Eller was lucky to be found in such a predicament when many more are unfortunately not. Don't ever try your luck when you're alone and in the wild. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared, because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild.